0: You're listening to The for Vertigo Episode 116 Something kind of vertigo going on here I've been seeing fables in my dreams I've been laying scalped out here for hours In this swampy in your warnings. I've been reading spells from books Magic trying just to help bless trails to you Feeling like a loser So so tragic Feeling like I'm left to preach after all the time spent moving, all oh, so slow It's the kind of vertigo Welcome, it's the beginning of another edition of V for Vertigo Where I'm in the air everywhere, streaming on the vast worldwide web And this podcast is one man's journey into the world of all things vertigo comics because everything else is just picture books i'm your host mark i'm stuff full of turkey johnson and this week's spoiler field review will cover fables the dark ages by bill Willingham and mark buckingham and hello everybody (laughs) i don't know why i feel the need to say that every single time so you ever have that uh one of those moods where you're itching to do something like i feel that bug right now like itching bug it's like itchy, itchy, itchy. well I don't have to scratch but no I do have to scratch it it's like I want to do something and spend money shopping I kind of get this way uh, every once in a while whether it and I have a lot of hobbies whether it's video games card games um collecting other toys whatever then I'll just be like oh yeah I want to buy it so I felt that way with comics too And I did end up buying the (laughs) Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus with McFarlane and David McFarlane. I don't know his name. Sorry, dude. Which is funny because as great as McFarlane's run was on Amazing Spider-Man, without Dave something or another, it wouldn't have been half as good. As evidenced by what I like to call Spider-Man, McFarlane's run. You know, the first arc with the Wendigo. That was other shit. But yeah, it was good. But, uh, so I bought that. I was tempted to buy the Spawn Volume 2. Oh, I really hope that doesn't go out of print. I will buy that later. But I wanted the McFarlane run because... I've never read all those issues before. And they're all really good. Even when I was a kid, those issues were, um... fucking expensive. And... Now, well, I suppose they're not as expensive as they were during the Speculator, Speculative, or during, before the bubble burst, <laughs> but they're still really expensive because it's McFarlane and there's some really good stories with like Venom, what is it? first opinions of Venom and all that, so I can't wait to see what that comes in. If I remember correctly, I really hope Spidey's with Black Cat, because man, I don't like Mary Jane, but that's not the itch I'm feeling now. The itch I'm talking about is, okay, I, I re- I'm in this mood too. It's weird. I'm utterly bored out of my mind until my edits get here by the end of this week. In which case I would be like, oh, uh, writing four-figure checks are painful. Uh, don't forget to buy my book. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I want to play a video game. But, man, Mass Effect, I started it last night and I was just like, Ah oh, man, I can't play anymore. I think I, I stopped around three twenty three hours and twenty minutes. To be fair though, I I played that one level with the bombs many times. So it's probably closer to three and a half hours, maybe four. Um so I'm stopping at that and then I was just like, Alright, I'm gonna fucking play Fire Emblem because I'm really in the mood to play Fire Emblem. And then I dig behind and under my TV where all my like DVD box sets and shit is, and it's not there. While I got a lot of dust on me, it's not there. And I was like, what the fuck did I do with it? So I don't want to buy it because I know it's out there. I think I lent, lent my friends, lent my friend the game. I hope he finds it. But I've just been itching to play it. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, and it's the one for the uh, cube version. I have the one for the Wii, so I wanted to play that one next. And I am tempted to buy Gears of War 3, but man, $60. The thing with uh, Fire Emblem, though, it really satisfies my brain? Uh, cerebrum. Cerebral, like, is, is hard... It's RPG, so you're like, oh, RPG. It does have a little too much text, but whatever. But it's it's hard um, because your guys die, they stay dead. Uh, it's like, I don't give it. That makes it challenging. But the, it's just... Since I'm not in a war right now, unfortunately, um, because of something, something, uh, it gets us satisfied, like, my feeling in the fight i get to use my tactics i get to set up things they get reinforcements i don't because <laughs> i get my ass big and then i gotta like strategize and utilize the terrain and the weaponry it just like saddles all these things that a war would e- easily satisfy it oh, unfortunately i'm not a general and it, how long would it take me to be a squad leader oh and i don't like guns i don't really like guns i'm good with them i just don't like them to uh, Barbaric. Okay and the gun does all the damn work. So I'm really itching to play, but I don't have the game and I think I I might buy a strategy guide this time. It'd be nice. I haven't used a strategy guide since Final Fantasy 7, which uh, yeah I tend to use them when I do repeat runs of RPGs and it's very rare. Well, that reminds me, I, I've never, as many times as I've played Shining Force 1 and 2 on various incarnations for, like, the Game Boy, uh, Sega Genesis, of course, and then the Sega Channel when it was on there, and on the Wii, and, like, every iteration. I never used a strategy guide for that. I really should. So, I need to satisfy this itch because I just don't want to spend too much money because I got an editor to pay for I gotta pay for my new glasses and I gotta pay for that spawn omnibus thing which is awesome By the way, it's awesome I hope the Marvel one is this is awesome I doubt it though I, I, I much prefer the slip case thing oh and I think bone oh man the complete collection of bones coming out oh Yeah, gotta get that too so for the love of God stop me from spending money or you can buy my book. It's only $4.99. Alright, so enough about that. Let's finish off this Fables with a whimper. And now it's time for the rundown. So, this is the aftermath of the war with the great and powerful adversary. Sarcasm. Um, so, people in Fable Town hate Geppetto. No surprise there. But while he is getting used to the modern world and Pinocchio's showing him around in one of his other worlds, um, what you call it? all oh, these thieves, they're looking for a treasure, and then they open up uh, some box real easily, mind it by the way, and out from that box comes Mr. Black. no no no, Mr. Dark. Mr. Black is from what movie? Oh, it's killing me. Reservoir Dogs. Haha. I just watched The little Suspects last night. Pretty good movie. But damn you, Jay-Z, for fucking spoiling that shit and for being a bad actor. So, Mr. Dark apparently wants his wants revenge and his things back. So, from worlds away, I don't know how, but from worlds away, In our world, he gets the, not the wishing well, the witching well. The witching well, kiss and tell. And the the witching cloak. Is it the witching well? Who cares, the damn well. So he gets that back. And he gets apparently the castle from Blackbeard, Bluebeard, Blackbeard's castle. He takes all that back. Uh, not having to go to our world themselves and suddenly the fables all, apparently all their magic let's see this part makes no sense but all their magic was I guess tied up into because their buildings aren't earthquake safe now they're regular old buildings so their building falls and and then they're being they're worried that because I think Geppetto or Frau, kinder know that something's coming so they all evacuate to the farm and meanwhile boy blue is dying from the arrow he loses an arm um rose red is married to sinbad i did mention that before because it just happened i guess um boy blue dies Everyone moves on the farm. Is that it? Oh, Mr. Dark comes to Fable Town to get his revenge. But no one's there except for the guy without the eyes. Or the guy with the eyes. In any case. So it's a setup for him being the new big bad. Boy Blue dies. And they're all saying he's going to come back. Rose Red then gets a divorce. Uh, really easily, by the way. She just has to say it three times. And I guess when she got married, she just had to say it three times. Um, is that it? There's a little side story at the end with Big Beast Brothers and uh, Bagheera and Mowgli f- freeing the world. I don't know when that takes place. Because you think you would want them back. To prepare even though they don't know anything about Mr. Dark so yeah but that's weird his brothers are really powerful but Big B beat them so whatever and that's pretty much the end of that the trade so the story starts off the trade starts off with the bad cartoony art again I do hate that art and it's like why God why but at least it only lasted the issue. I don't even know who that guy is. It's not. Let me look at the names real quick. It's not Peter Gross. Because he's good. It's either Andrew Papoy. Michael, Alfred, or David Hahn. I don't know. I don't know who it is. But one of those people have really bad art. Um, so, I do like the fact that it started off showing how people were like, Oh, we don't want murderers. We don't want Geppetto here. He killed my family. I like the protesting. I just didn't understand where they get the signs from. It's like every time there's a protest. You think you think in mobs, when, when mob, they're more of a mob. You think when mobs form up, they're like, Oh, we got to make signs. We got to make signs down with Geppetto. I don't know. It's just weird. Pitchforks and uh, torches, well, that's things you need, you just grab a hand. Bats even, guns, whatever they would have nowadays. And you go make signs. So, I don't know. The It was, I liked it. Uh, I liked it, because the last trade was just fucking retarded. Unfortunately, they don't do much for Geppetto, because he's an angry, ranting old man. Not that he's been shown much in these series, a downfall, since... Uh they could have showed up usually showed him more. But I thought I thought you know, as bad as the last trade was, I thought Willingham my fault for giving him so much credit. I thought Willingham was on to something when he showed a grieving Geppetto, because he wasn't upset about the Empire or losing the war. He was upset about the magical grove. But then apparently he's got over it and now he's like a bitter old man's so, eye, uh, whatever. Even though not he still has Pinocchio and he still has Rodney and the wife. And maybe the baby. Does the baby count as his? I don't know. So it's not not all is lost. I mean we so instead of that we get Geppetto being bossy and acting like he hasn't lost the war. That would have at least made sense. And then he can order people around and which is okay. But then he can order them killed. It's just like, dude, what the hell? So you think he would? He would? They would? Uh, he would act more dignified or plotting or anything besides an old, overgrown baby. But that's sad. So uh, this is a little wasted. So wasted. So on the uh, quote-unquote bright side, uh, this is kind of exactly what I expected. It's an epilogue to the war of sorts. Unfortunately, it's not very interesting. I think one of the reasons is that it shows a world. all oh, that worlds. While it is important, it uh, with Mr. Black, but at the beginning, it's like, oh, why are you showing me a world with characters I don't know about and a world I've never seen? So I didn't really care about that, and then it kept it just showed it for like a. Every page or two here and there, so I was like, oh, and and I didn't like those characters because they were always uh, oh, they're talking about, oh, how bloody the emperor's rule was, how bloody the emperor's rule was. Now forget the fact that they shouldn't. Not much time has really passed. I mean, they shouldn't be in communication about the emperor's collapse. So it should theoretically. This is my problem with the trade. Well, one of my problems. Theoretically, considering the fact that Geppetto doesn't use technology, this should be a long while before anyone knows that the Empire has collapsed. There should be panic, there should be chaos, which again, again, is never shown. Geppetto mentions it, he's all, you guys threw a thousand... Or hundreds, I don't know, however many, a thousand worlds in the chaos with no rulers or they're cut off and people are uprising. You would think a page or two would be shown to show people doing that, overthrowing. No. I mean, forget the fact that... I would even accept the fact that they somehow know. But, no, they don't. So, this doesn't make any sense because they he should have shown... It's never been shown what uh, Geppetto's rule was. It seemed perfectly fine. There's apparently a thousand worlds in an uprising. I don't know how they would know the... They shouldn't even know the emperors defeated. That doesn't make any sense. Um, And people would fake it for months. Even if they knew. Even if they knew, they were like, oh, say I'm in charge. Oh, um, the gates are sealed. The, the, The gateways destroyed. We're on our own. I'd be like, hmm, I'm on my own. I will rule in the emperor's name. (laughs) But then I'd be like, do we have enough resources? Hmm, we're a self-sufficient world. It's not like we're a country uh, in a small part that needs something. We're not like Hawaii that needs food. No, no, we're a self-sufficient world. (laughs) I don't even need the emperor. I'm just going to rule in his name. (sighs) Kind of like what I'm doing now. So... make any sense so the thieves unleash mr. dark aka dracula he looks very much like dracula and like everyone else in fables he's pretty powerful now i guess i mean well on the one hand geppetto himself wasn't actually pretty powerful everyone else was around him the blue fairy the grove uh the sorcerers he had so he's not very powerful. But Mr Dracula, Mr. Dark, whatever the fuck his name is, he is pretty powerful and he's probably gonna go up against Frau Totenkinder. So yeah. I mean and I get I can understand that. If I think it's dumb, but I think the whole damn series is dumb. I just don't like the way it was done. There it's just like even Geppetto knew that one of his boxes had been disturbed, which makes no sense considering the fact that he's cut off from all his power, as they uh, said. An axe. A regular old axe broke the chains around the box. There was nothing else. There were no wards of magic. I mean, there was no wards, apparently. There was no magic. There was no ma- it wasn't a magical axe. It was just an axe that broke when they broke the chains. Which is like, that's, that's uh, pretty important there. Some you keep, oh, you know, oh, we just we throw it in a box with no magic around it. It's not that, apparently it's not that dangerous. No, but apparently it is. And then as if I thought that the adversary wasn't a fucking lame enough name. You go from the adversary to Mister Dark. It would it'd be cool if he, if it was at least Dracula from the legends. Hell, it might be. I don't know. But you go from Mister Dark, like it's like you can't get any worse, but you can. He, like he tried. I think Lucas and William, they must be related or something because they have the same penchant for names. You got the adversary, and you got uh, Mister Dark. All the other names uh, are from stories, and then you got General Grievous, and Darth Sidious, and Darth Maul. How about I'm a bad guy or bone to pick? I love those names. Just use those. So, another thing I kind of liked is that however many trades later, 12 trades later, I don't know, who cares. There's finally some repercussions for using the cloak and the well. It came entirely too late, mind you. And it's kind of arbitrary. Like the collapse of Fable Town, where it's like, oh, now our buildings are earthquake safe. Or aren't earthquakes safe. Everybody run! Buildings Club, is everyone okay? Yeah. No one, no one, no one harm. No injury. Oh, no injury, no death. What are the odds of that? So there should have been, as I've been saying all along, there should have been some drawbacks to those damn wells and cloaks. Or swords or something, or at least hints of a drawback. Instead of, a oh, Boy Blue is the only one that could use the cloak. That's pretty much the only drawback. Boy Blue is the only one that could use the cloak. Oh, I guess that's the drawback. Although technically anyone who trains with the cloak or the sword or knows about the whale could. You know, whatever. So, I, I didn't mind. Rose Red hooking up with Sinbad, even though that completely came out of uh, nowhere. I mean, did I miss uh, something in between this trade and the previous one? Or panel? Did I gloss over something? I might have. I might have. But then they got married and I was like, what the fuck? And then I felt like boy blue, just like uh, ramboozled, although I do have two arms. So they easily got divorced, and I guess they easily got married, and again, I was like, what the fuck?" Now she's going to, quote-unquote, prove herself worthy uh, when Boy Blue returns. Well, who gives a shit? So, Boy Blue's death does not upset me that much. Thanks to Vertigo's blog, I would like to thank that for being spoiled way in advance. <laughs> so I knew that coming, I've known that for trades now, I've been like, man, Boy Blue's gonna die, Boy Blue's gonna die, and then I figured, I actually thought last trade he would die, you know, where there was the war going on, and then people were fighting and stuff, and things were happening, I was like, okay, Boy Blue's probably gonna die here. So does he die? No, he didn't die, no one died last trade. Silly me, he dies. See, if he had died last trade, it would have it would have been more impactful. Even if you glossed over it, maybe show like a two-page uh, spread or something. Even if you glossed over it because, you know, there's a war going on and everyone's fucking busy. But then you could, you can cover it in the memorial. So say he died last trade, and then this trade you had the memorial. But, yeah, so. No, he, he died this trade, it gives a shit. Died terribly, man. I don't know. So I think the interesting thing though about the trade is that they're all saying, "Yeah, Boy Blue's gonna return. Boy Blue's gonna return." And why not? Everyone and their fucking mother has come back from the dead. Again, lack of tension. So I don't know. I, I the one thing I, I did actually like was about what uh toten Kinder. toten Kinder. I always feel like I'm butchering her name. About what she said, her and the frog. About how and why the fables have so much power. Now that, along with the what I've been reading, the Jack of Fables series, which I do enjoy, makes me want to pick up the la- next trade, the Great Fables crossover. Which should, I don't give a fuck if it has anything to do with Mr. Dark, Uh But it should do with the literals and maybe explain more about the fables. And then maybe I'll be like, oh, okay. I doubt it. I'll probably be like, oh, okay. So I may pick it up. I probably will. I probably will. So on the Mark Critic score, this is as bad as Mass Effect. Nah, I've not finished Mass Effect. I don't know. It's not as exciting. Oh, fuck. They're both. Gay. uh I'm giving this uh, like a one and a half to a two, although I'll probably round down, but whatever. So I'm taking a little break from the podcast. I'll be back in about a month, probably the beginning of October. Uh, I'm doing it because every other podcast I'm listening to is taking a break in the summer. And it's like, man, why am I not taking a break? Everyone's taking a break. Uh, NBA Today is taking a break The Dragon Page is taking a break Movies You Should See The Definitive Word Even PKD Black Box Everyone's taking a break And here I am With like (laughs) My five listeners And I'm not taking a break What the hell (laughs) So I'm taking a break Uh, Besides I also have to work on my book Maybe I'll get lucky And I'll finish the edits in September Ooh Um, I'm also going to plan another Fables discussion, so if any of you five want to talk about it, it'll be like the why discussion. Uh, Let me know. Probably have some people on, and then we'll see. So I'm not going to talk about my thoughts on the series now, although if you've listened before, you pretty much know how my thoughts on the series are. However, Fables is better than why. Again, not saying much, but you know, whatever. Uh, I will also be updating my comics for sale, so if you want to buy, although I am tempted to wait until the Great Fables crossover, but I won't. If you want to buy Fables, the entire run, trades, and other crap that I have covered and not covered on the show, uh, go to comicsforums.com. So, I'll see you in a month, everybody. Oh, thanks for listening. That's probably close out proper. I appreciate it if you left me some feedbacks on iTunes, and I would appreciate it even more. If you bought my ebook, Catalyst, um, Book 1 in the Passage of Hell's Fire, available, it's in the air everywhere! Uh, when I come back, probably after the Fables discussion, <laughs> the next book will be 100 Bullets, Split Second Chance, I then I'll wrap up that series. Then one more series to go, and we out. If you have any comments questions suggestions email me at vertigo, com, vertigo cast at gmail.com and drop a line at the comics forums.com. see what's coming up there's the website at v for vertigo.blogspot.com and i'm also part of the comics podcast network you can check that out at comicspodcast.com you can follow me on twitter at twitter.com slash hellsfire and remember you can't lose what you don't put in the middle but you can't win much either See you, everybody. And like that, he's gone. Mm